Father. I thank you right now, Father, that he answered the call, Father. I thank you right now that you will cover, Father. Cover his mind, Father. Cover his heart, Father. Let him know, Father, that he is love. You're the ultimate Father of all fathers. I thank you right now, Father, that you will love on him, Father, that you'll be his comforter, Father, that you'll be the Father that he needs, Father. I thank you right now, Father, that you give him a new heart, Father, that you give him a new love for people, Father, that you will give him, Father, overflowing love, Father, that he can love, Father, people that hate him, Father, his enemies, Father, the one who tortured him, Father, the one who turned their backs on him, Father. I thank you right now, Father, that you have brought him, Father, into this ministry, Father, for a new life, Father, a new mind, Father, so he can cover his daughter, Father. So I thank you right now that we go in, Father, for his daughter, Father, that don't even know us, Father, but she has prayers over her head, Father. So I thank you right now, Father, that she has a clear mind, Father, that she doesn't have any torturing thoughts, Father, that at a young age she can see, Father, that she can begin to tell her father what she sees, Father. I thank you right now, Father, that you would give his young child visions, Father. Give her dreams, Father. Let her begin to see for her father. Let her begin to just tap him with a touch of love, Father. Let her begin to intercede for him, Father. Let her see, Father. Let her see for her father. I thank you right now that we go against, Father, every hex, every vex, Father, that will try to torture, Father, hinder her from her future, Father. I thank you right now, Father, that we go ahead, Father, that there's no early pregnancy, Father, that she makes right decisions, Father, that she's able to go to college, Father, she's able to have a clear mind, Father, she's ready to think straight, Father, she's ready to call on you, Father, she will be a believer, Father, for the rest of her days, Father. I thank you right now, Father, she'll be able to go to college, Father, be a doctor, Father, change lives, Father. We speak on the youth mind, Father. Let every youth in here, Father, believe you, Father. Give them a refreshing, Father. Give them a refreshing anointing, Father. Increase their hearing, Father. Increase their discernment, Father. We thank you right now, Father. We call on your hand, Father, upon Caleb's life, Father. We come against, Father, every enemy, Father, every demonic spirit, Father, that try to come to Caleb, Father, that it never returns, Father. We thank you that she can lift up your word, Father, that she can remember, Father. She can quote what you said about her, Father. Let her feel love, Father. Let her not be distracted, Father. We go against her, uh, the enemy, Father, when she goes to high school, Father. We thank you right now, Father. There's no early pregnancy, Father. There's no premature sex, Father. We come against every hex, every vex, Father, for our youth, Father. We know the enemy, Father, is on assignment, Father. So we go ahead, Father. We thank you right now, Father, for every warfare that tried to surround them, Father. LGBT, Father. Everything as a transgender, Father. Homosexuality, Father. We come against, Father, every sin that tried to lurk around them, Father. That we see it, Father. Any molestation, Father. We come against, Father, every darkness, Father, that tried to take out of our children, Father. I thank you right now. They're able to remember, Father, who you are to them, Father. What word they heard, Father. We thank you right now, Father, that even justice, Father, that she will begin to hear prayers, Father. We ask you for a breakthrough, Father, in her mind, Father, that she takes a hold of what she heard, Father. Come to her deeply, Father. Let her hear you, Father. Bring her ears back open, Father. We thank you right now, Father, because we know, Father, deception is there, Father. That is closing her ears off, Father. It's closing her heart off, Father. It's closing her eyesight off, Father. So we go in deeper, Father, 
to go in for her, Father, to intercede, Father, that she can hear your voice, Father. She can hear her mother's voice, Father. We pray, Father, that every ear, Father, that she's listening to, Father, that it be cut off, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father. We claim the you for the kingdom, Father. We claim her to return back, Father. Return back to her mother, Father. Return back to her first love, Father. We claim her for the kingdom, Father. The enemy cannot have her. We thank you right now, Father, that her eyes will be open, Father. Let a transition happen, Father. Let an encounter happen, Father. Let her not stay in this state before it's too late, Father. So we thank you right now, Father. She will begin to see, Father. Open her eye gate, Father. For we know, Father, the eye gate is the entrance, Father. So we thank you right now, Father, for your goodness, Father, for your mercy, Father, for your love and tender kindness, Father, for your unselfishness loving us, Father. We thank you for your love, your protection, your intercession on our, on our, on our behalf, Father. We just thank you, Father. We can't thank you enough, Father, for just being good to us, Father. We have a place to go, Father. We have food to eat, Father. We have a ministry to worship, Father. We can lift our hands, Father. We're not being persecuted, Father. We're not dying, Father. We're not at a funeral, Father. We can't thank you enough, Father. We have a place to live, Father. Our children are in good health, Father. That we have believers that care, Father. We can intercede, Father. We have our sister and our brother, Father. We thank you, Father. We can't thank you enough, Father, that we're not homeless, Father. We can't thank you enough that we're not hungry, Father. We can't thank you enough, Father, that you supply every need, Father. We can't thank you enough, Father, for the lack that we even have, Father. We can't thank you enough, Father, that your goodness and your mercy keeps us, Father. We can't thank you enough, Father, for giving us the mustard seed of faith, Father. We can't thank you enough, Father, for letting us believe again, Father. We can't thank you enough, Father, for increasing our faith. We can't thank you enough, Father, for keeping our eyes stayed on you, Father. We can't thank you enough, Father, for the breath in our lives, Father. We can't thank you enough that you wake us up every morning, Father. We can't thank you enough, Father, that we have a loving ministry, Father. We can't thank you enough, Father, that our path and teacher pick us back up, Father. We can't thank you enough. 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 I don't know. I'm a Siak. We thank you. We thank you, Father. The Messiah, the Almighty, the All-Breasted One. We thank you. 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 The healer of all healers. We thank you. We thank you. The thank you. The keeper of our lives. We thank you. 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 
There is a sound of a sekorobasha. He karabasika robosha. He kareyes no koroba. 
There is a sound from heaven, that God desires and he seeks today. There is deliverance in the atmosphere. There is a sound in the atmosphere. You've been waiting for this moment in experience with God. But hear what the Spirit of God is saying. There is a sound that has to come from your belly. He carries a sigorobasia. He carabasikorobasata. He carabasikorobosha. There is a sound that must come from your belly. Korobashe. Kirabasikorobasata. That would dispel every demon that's been following you. Korobashe. Korobasata korobasha. From that anger, from that rage of a korobashe day. From the confusion, there is a sound that you must send to heaven. There is a sound. There is a sound that must come from your belly. There is a sound that only you can make. There is a sound that only you can make. It is a sound of deliverance. It's a sound of deliverance. It's a sound of deliverance. Gorobasikorobashata. He gorobasikorobasha. There is a sound. There is a sound. There is a sound that's gonna break loose. Gorobashata. He gorobasikorobashata. There is a sound. There is a sound of us saying gorobashata. He gorobasoto. You can't keep playing with this uh, in the presence of God, eh, Sotor? You can't keep playing, coming in the presence of God, eh, Sotor? There must be deliverance, uh, must be clean hands, eh, say, There must be clean hands in the name of Jesus, uh, Minds to be healed, minds to be healed, mental illness. Mental illness to be healed, Gorobashata. Your way with ways are carried so no Gorobashata. He carabasikariosono. Kariasata. There is a welling. 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 Let loose your voice. Let loose your voice. Stop whispering to God. Let loose your voice. Uh, let loose your voice. Uh, you've been dealing with this long enough. Uh, let loose your voice. Uh, let loose your voice. Uh, let loose every demon. Uh, let loose every demon. Let loose every dark spirit of our secret of our shata. Hey, God of our secret of our Hey, yeah, 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 Let loose. Let loose. Let loose. Pride, let it loose. Let loose pride of our secret of our shatter. He carries Let loose. Let loose whatever you carry. Let it loose. Take victory from your belly. There is a cry to God. 
to hasten, come on the scene. Glory a secret of our He got of a secret of our We're no longer playing with the enemy here. We need to be free Free to worship God with everything we got of our soto. God Hey, a spirit of boldness uh, to go through this walk, God of Isaiah. A spirit of boldness uh, to face the adversary. We can't keep running. Uh. Yeah, Lord. He said you can't keep running. Uh. Hey, God of Isaiah. You got to face this demon. Uh. Hey, God of Isaiah. You got to face this demon. Hey, God of Isaiah. And declare the word of God before the demon. Stand, stand boldly. Speak and say what God has already said. He commands you to be bold in the spirit of God. Hey, God of Hey, God of Stop allowing the enemy to steal your joy. To steal your happiness, to steal your marriage, the power of God, the power of God, the power of God, the power of God, sweep through your mind, sweep through your heart, sweep through your generation, sweep through your marriage. Sweet to your finances, the power of God of our city. Cody Satan. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. The power of the true and living God of our city. Hey, and his word is yes. And it's amen of our soul. Cody Satan. Hey, we speak to the darkness. We tell it to be God. In the name of Jesus, lose her mind. Loose her heart, loose her thoughts. God, we thank you even now. You manifest your glory, manifest your spirit, Lord God. Move in this vessel, Lord God. You're calling us to be bold, to be bold in the things of God. Hey, Hey, We come here to work. We come here to work in the name of Jesus. We come here to work. We come here to work. We come here to work. No crying. No feeling weak. We're not helpless. We are strong people. We're strong with the gospel. We thank you, Lord God, that you're giving us, Father, the helmet of salvation. We exalt you. You are great. You are great. And you're greatly to be praised. You are great, God, that has done great things. And we say it's already done in my life. And we say yes. And we say amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Victory. Sound victory out of your belly. Release your arms. 
known, let it be known that God has already won every battle. Let it be known. May the Spirit of God rest upon us mightily as we prepare to hear the engrafted Word of God. We come here on a mission, a mission from heaven, knowing that we already won. We suit up ourselves and righteousness just standing and declaring victory is mine. Victory is mine today. Victory is mine. We suit up in righteousness. And we stand and we say victory. Victory is mine. We close ourselves in righteousness. Where the enemy weapons can't penetrate. When the words of the evil man speaks against us. My heart can't feel it because I've clothed myself in righteousness. Your words are not greater than the word of God. And his glory is a shield against all darkness and all defeat. His glory that he obtained when he went to hell and got the keys from the adversary and he stripped them from all power of destroying you and me. And then he left his power with us and he sat on the right hand of the Father. He said, my job is finished. Now I compel you to go out in the hedges and the highways and you compel them to come in because you are already clothed in righteousness. You have the right mind. You have achieving power. You have the mind of Christ. Now suit up like a good soldier who's well able and prepared for every battle because your battle is simply a battle cry of victory. Because this war called life has already been won. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for the peace of Jerusalem. We thank you, Lord God, that all governmental officials are being placed in situations where they can hear your, your word. We pray that righteousness and the act of righteousness breaks out across America. We pray that our life be that beacon that would draw men out of darkness 
we will maintain our righteousness. For it is a gift that you've given us. We cover our man of God. We prepare our hearts to receive the engrafted word that's able to save our mind. The mind of Christ. Now creating us a new spirit that desires the heavenly word. We dispel every spirit of darkness and eradicate it out of this place and out of each and every vessel represented here tonight. That there will be no hindrance of hearing the word. But there will be a supernatural transaction that's imparted in our spirit man. And we'll take hold of it. And we'll cleave to it. And we'll love it. And never let your word go. For you are God. You're the answer to everything that's out of balance. We turn over this service to you. Holy Spirit, teach, instruct, love, lead, and God. And do the ministry of your sacred word. It's in Jesus' name that we have gathered. So be it, amen. Whew. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to the Most High God, the only true and living God. My goodness. Hallelujah. Pray until you pray. You have to pray until you pray. Oh, 
I got the interpretation. Gather yourselves, glory to God. Masiande de Shitalando, Embrande Shitiramando, Tarande Shitiramando. Ooh, glory to God. This is intercessory prayer. Everything we do from this point on is strategic. Everything that you hear, everything that you think from this point on is strategic. You are in a war. Mm. But this war that you are in is not against flesh and blood. This war that you and I are in is with an unseen, disembodied spirit. You must understand the rules of engagement. You don't understand the rules of engagement, you're going to have friendly fire. You're going to have unnecessary casualties of war if you don't understand the rules of engagement. That statement alone should nullify it void out any conflict between our relationship with each other and God. Mm, Y'all, you, you heard that, but you're not listening. I told you, when you get saved, there's a behavior that goes along with your sanctification. So, we're in the war room. Would y'all agree? Mm -hmm. How many of y'all fighting flesh and blood? That includes your own. You shouldn't be fighting your own. Yeah? <laughs> You're supposed to keep that under. That means to keep it under. I can't say what I want to say all the time. <laughs> I can't even think. What I want to think <laughs> about you. I shouldn't be. See, you, you give in to your thought. That's where he is. Mm. All right. Y'all said y'all ready for warfare, right? <laughs> Teacher. Anyway, first of all, for you. I was in the back and I was talking to Minister Mario back there. And I was listening to the spirit prayed through the spirit of star. Because it's not her. See, we get hooked on that it's her or whoever. No, it's the spirit of God that gives the utterance. And I, and I said, I said, Minister Mara, I said, it sounds just like music, didn't it? It sounded just like music. It was a cadence, a melody that flowed with the spirit. I said, oh, that, that take 
that takes skill. Y'all hear me? That takes skill with keeping her flesh under so we don't hear her. Mm. And I'm listening for her. <laughs> That's what a good shepherd does. But I didn't. <laughs> Said by the mouth of two, let every word be established. <laughs> Is that my grandson? Yeah, he's got something to say. Y'all see him worship? It's real to him. It's his atmosphere. That's what he does. Okay. Should be no different for you. Got to use your instrument. See, he gonna be, he's going to learn how to master his instruments. You should master your instruments too. Your percussions. <laughs> he's mastering. See, by the time he's your age, he'll be in a total different dimension in his relationship with God if he continues on this path. <sighs> Sounds just like music. So what I heard in the tongues, and he said, it, to do it in order, it has to be an interpretation. If it's for you. Yeah. So it's to edify you. Prophecy edifies, of course, the body of Christ. The tongues are definitely edifies yourself. But if we're one, he's got to speak. Oh. It's so messy. I couldn't, it was trying to write down so fast what he was saying. I'm not a you know, great dictator. I, I take my time. It's real simple. And what he said, teacher. Congregation, community. Y'all know we are community, right? Okay. He said, he's releasing everything in prayer. Oh, y'all gonna miss it. See, you think it's stuff. No, he said, I'm releasing everything in prayer. That's you. You're gonna be released in prayer. And then on the church, they'd be like, we're getting stuff. What? You already got a house and a car. What else you need? No, he said, I'm releasing everything. Everyone in prayer. I'm going to tell you else what you were right on point. Because God got to establish this Holy Spirit. Y'all, see, that's what happened. <laughs> Come to church. Holy Spirit been so, um, you know. Uh, pimped and, and merchandise you, you don't know the real thing when you hear it how many times y'all discuss something at home and then soon, soon as you get to church it's, re, it's recanted has it happened to anyone in here alright because that's Holy Spirit and when he says something it has to be established you, you ha it can't stand on its own I got to verify that that was me That's what he does. But what we don't do is take heed to what he said. All right. She said, I want in your chamber. He said, I'm releasing everything in prayer. In the spirit is where you have 
to be. And I don't and I had to put what he said. He said, I'm gonna say it right. He said, he's releasing everything in the in prayer. In the spirit is where you have to be. And I don't say this often. He said, says the Lord. Says the spirit of the Lord. I hope you all receive that. Says the spirit of the Lord. Not in your pride. Guess what I'm going to teach on warfare tonight on? Pride. See, so I know, holy, I got the witness. I got the witness. Y'all better better take heed. (laughs) He said, not in your pride or in your flesh. And so many of us receive the word in that manner. Then he said, Prayer is who you are. Okay. It's a part of you. Okay. Just like his word is him. You are your prayer. And you know what he said? He said, that's my delight. Y'all ain't ready. Oh, you're going to know a prophet has been amongst you. Still, hmm. I got a witness. Hmm. Oh, I'm going to show you. Now we can go in and show you. He's going to open it up and give you revelation about what he's talking about, that you are your prayers. Mm. Y'all ready? (laughs) Can't miss nothing here at Walker Ministries. Glad to see you made it back safely, Tony. Amen. All right. We take for granted 37,000 feet in the air. You better have prayer. You better know God. Because <laughs> if you fall like lightning from 37,000 feet, okay, you're going to make sure you got everything right. All right. All right. All right. Y'all heard that, right? Okay. And your words, <laughs> be careful your words. They'll snare you. Woo. People today. Hey, Dijon, how you doing? All right. Looking forward to our meeting tomorrow. Amen. Amen. That's right. Clap them hands, all you. Everybody got an instrument. Amen. Beautiful. Nothing like a man worshiping God. Nothing like a real man of God throwing his hands up, clapping his hands, shouting unto God with the voice of triumph. That's beautiful in the sight of God. Women love it too. <laughs> Just ask them. Nothing like a man. True worship. Not one that got his hand up and didn't go home and he's, you know, the devil. Not that man. Okay? Make sure you don't become that man. All right. Aren't y'all glad y'all got a real pastor? 
<laughs> a whole pastor. <laughs> Woo! I won't play this thing. I won't play this thing. Satan does have permission. Mm. Satan does have permission. Does Satan have permission to take us into bondage? In certain areas of our life, does he have permission? Careful how you answer. Don't, don't answer too quick. All right. Does God allow Satan to take us into bondage in certain areas of our lives? Be careful. Don't answer too quickly. Think about it. In the whole Old Testament, of God's people sinning, mm, let me see. Pretty much in the Old Testament, his people were sinning, and God granted the enemy permission to take his people into bondage. God did. And his people would do what? Cry out to God. And God being a loving, merciful, grateful God, guess what he would do? Run to their rescue. Right? But what he was doing through it was teaching them, teacher, through it. He was teaching them through it. That's what we're doing now. We're teaching you through it. That's what God was doing. He was teaching them through their disobedience. Okay, y'all get me? Okay. <laughs> okay. Y'all should really think about that. Think about that for a moment. In your walk with God right now. You know, the thing you're going through, you know, like Sunday when I asked you to move up. <laughs> oh, see, God, he's not, he not joking with us. All right. <laughs> Teacher, they got to get it. That's what he was doing when I asked and I put the request out. He was teaching us through right. it. Yeah, right. Right. That's right. Okay. All right. So. <clears throat> we talk about Satan being, he's a thief, right? And Jesus said he would always be looking to come in some other way. Right? Joel said he comes in through the windows or an open door. Mm-hmm. Y'all, yeah, get, hopefully you get that one. He can only come in through an open. <laughs> so if he's in your life right now, guess what? There's an opening. I mean, you know, it's like <laughs> you hit a knock on the door and you see that it's the thief. And you crack the door and go back to sleep. That's what you do. 
He's a thief. He's a thief. Okay. He's a robber. Okay. But you crack it and then you're just going back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Jesus, the number one door that believers and even mature believers open to Satan is pride. Even the mature. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's amazing to me is, is when you talk about pride, people say, I'm so proud I'm not dealing with pride. <laughs> I'm so proud I'm not dealing with pride. That's me. Okay. Y'all hear what y'all just said? Okay. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> Let's see if you're dealing with pride. Some of you might not really know it. Okay, here we go. Number one, I got a couple of things. I might not be able to get to all of them tonight. Pride is trusting in your own strength. Mm, I guess I've been in somebody's house, huh? Pride is trusting in your own strength. <laughs> Let's go, minister. Let's go to Luke 22. I'm going to take you, you know me, I'm going to take you through some familiar scripture, but I'm going to give you new insight. Unteach you so you can be taught. (laughs) All right. Woo. Y'all ready? Minister, Luke 22, 31, start at 31. Just read 31. Put the new King James and amplify. I'm liking the new King James, y'all. I'm not against the King James. I like the new King James, too. It's pretty good. And you team that up with the Amplified Pow. Come on, let's do it. And there it is. All right. There it is. Luke chapter 22 at verse 31 in the New King James Version. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. Mm. But I have prayed for you mm-hmm. that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. Okay. Hold up. We're going to go back to that word ask. I know you see ask right there, right? We're going to come back to that in a minute, all right? Read verse 32. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. Okay. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. Okay. And when you have returned to me, meant that there would be a time when he would actually fall. He told him right then. Just like he told Solomon. Don't go <laughs> a horn after these other women. What did he do? He already told them, don't. Here he told them, what? When you return, meaning that you left. Right? 
Okay. This is an amazing passage of Scripture when the New Testament believer, Satan has asked permission to sift you like wheat. But I tell you what I've already prayed. He said, I tell you that I've already prayed for you, right? I know y'all heard this other week. You're going to hear it again. Okay? But I've already prayed for you. And when you come back, strengthen your brothers. So you're supposed to learn something in your fall to help your brother so he won't fall. I'm just saying. I'm taking it real slow. So if you haven't learned anything, guess what? You're going to fall again. But the reason of your fall was to see and help. You can't. Not yet. Oh, this is good. See, this, I told you, any area that we're ignorant in, the enemy can take advantage of. Any area that you're ignorant in is a crack, an open door. Okay? You must first see that the door is cracked. Okay? The window is not locked. Okay, here we go. Y'all got that? Hmm. Here we go. Watch this. So the New Testament was written in Greek. And Greek, many times, Greek uh, has many meanings. You know, it's almost like, almost like uh, Hebrew when it's, you know, kind of ambiguous. It has a lot of meanings. But Greek is in the same way, right? So for three or four words, you know, uh, for a word, uh, here in the English, we only have, have one word. Okay? All right? Like the word ask. I said we're going to come back to ask, right? This is not a normal Greek word. This is not a normal Greek word for ask, okay? Y'all follow me? Okay, here we go. Not a normal Greek word. The Greek lexicon for ask means this. I need y'all, well, ask here, before I go there, this is a word that has a strong implication uh, that we must first understand. I'm trying to get y'all to bring some understanding to you about this word ask in the Greek, okay? You follow me? Okay, the Greek lexicon definition of ask is to ask for something and to receive what one has asked for. To ask with success. To ask to receive. Y'all me to read that again? Okay. In the Greek lexicon, the definition of ask is to ask for something and to receive what one has asked for. And ask with success. To ask with success. To ask to receive it. Okay? Here, I'm going to translate what Satan said. Satan asked and received permission to sift you like wheat. Hold on. He asked. Satan knew his rights. And he in the fallen state. He is the originator of sin. 
think we missed the script. We missed what he's saying here. Satan knew, he still knew, teacher, the protocol to ask God. And God answered his request. Oh, he hear your prayers. Ooh, okay. Y'all missing it, T. Satan, in his fallen state, like when you sin, you're in a fallen state. But the enemy have you think you still can't talk to God. Satan made a request, and God answered him. He said, yes, you have permission. Y'all won't open your mouth. Y'all, you discount prayer of what it really is. Okay. All right, here we go. All right. Watch this. I feel like this will be called like spiritual truths again. I mean, it's just awesome. I love it. You got to know some things. Amen? I'm trying to help y'all win this battle that you already won. Anyway. Ain't that something you win a battle you already won, but you won it. Okay, here we go. Mm. Let's see. He still answered his request. And I said, that should tell you something about your request. And your position in God and the kingdom. But you got to open your mouth. Satan had demanded permission to sift you like wheat. In other words, he has a right to your life. If there's an open door, he can get in. I don't know why this keeps happening because there's an open door. (sighs) You don't want to see it, though. You don't want to see. You don't want to see the open door. You're afraid to look in the open door, the crack in your own house. You're afraid to look. Okay. That's all right. He's counting on that too. Watch this. Satan trusts in his own strength when he fell. Mm. He tried to change God's assignment for him. Like you do sometimes? Change where you go to church at. (laughs) When you know you're supposed to be here. Okay, I'm just saying, don't change your assignment. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Mm. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Satan trusted in his own strength. And that was his open door to pride. Watch how he gets Peter to go to, well, do this. Go to Mark 14. Okay, we got to move it on. Mark 14, 27. Mark chapter 14 at verse 27. Mm-hmm. Then Jesus said to them, all of you will be made to stumble Mm. 
because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. Hmm. Jesus said, all, right? Jesus said all. Okay. <laughs> Keep reading. Verse 28. But after I have been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. Verse 29. Mm -hmm. Peter said to him, even if all are made to stumble, yet I will not be. Mm. Mm. Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you that today, even this night, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. Stop. Jesus said all. What part of all didn't Peter understand? Hmm? What part that Peter didn't understand? And Peter did hear that it is written. Meaning that this was prophecy. Watch this pride. That's why I said it was written. Didn't, we, didn't you see that part? People just don't believe <laughs> what is written. Husbands, love your wives. See, we don't, wives, submit. We don't believe what we have read. No, you don't. That's why the divorce rate is high like it is in the church. Don't get mad at me. I'm just saying the word. Peter didn't believe it was written right there. He said all. Okay. Peter had a scripture in the Old Testament that said, you will, and I, you will fall. Actually, he said you will fall. Go to this. Go, go to Matthew 16. I'm just trying to see what part of Paul, Peter, what part of Peter didn't understand that. No, he said I, didn't he? <laughs> Y'all better watch that I. It's all going to fall. All going to fall. <laughs> Go to Matthew 16. 21 and 22. Matthew chapter 16 at verse 21. From that time, Jesus began to show to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem mm -hmm. and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord. This shall not happen to you. Hold on. Now you got to be feeling really good about yourself to rebuke Jesus. You got to be feeling really good about yourself. To pull him to the side. Come here. Let me let me tell you. <laughs> we get there all the time in the church. They're going to tell the pastor. Let me tell you. <laughs> he was feeling really good about himself, wasn't he? Hmm? To rebuke Jesus. Verse 23. 
verse 23. But he turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. Mm. You are an offense to me, Mm. for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. See, so many times, teacher, pride will have you just, you don't care about God, you care about men. You do. You care about what people think about you versus what God has already spoken about you. Yeah. All right. Okay. Jesus looked at a man and said, get behind me, Satan. Remember, this is right before Jesus changed Peter's name from Simon to Peter. And now he's calling him Satan. That Peter was saying, please call me, call me back, Peter. <laughs> At this time, now you calling me Satan. Call me, don't you want to call me Satan, Peter now? Don't call me Satan. Y'all do that. It was arrogance and pride and trusting in his own strength. That's what Peter was doing. Mm. So when they came to arrest, watch this pride. So when they came to arrest Jesus, one of the disciples cut off the ear of a soldier. Guess who that was? That's Peter. He only cut the ear off because he missed his head. See, pride, (laughs) pride distorts your vision. And accuracy. Y'all know what accuracy means? It's the quality or state of being correct or precise in a matter. Somebody say it again. Okay. Accuracy. The quality or state of being correct or precise in a matter. Look what pride did. He he meant to cut his head off, but he only hit the ear. Okay, hold on. Let's let's go a little deeper. Peter was making a bad decision at that very moment. There was a garrison, a troop of soldiers. A, a, A garrison is like a, a garrison is like 5,000 men. Like when they say he was a, he was a, the centurion, a centurion, cent, cent, like, like a, a hundred. So like a centurion, that's, he had a hundred men. At least, and this wasn't even a hundred, this wasn't even a centurion, this was a troop, a garrison. And you know, if you read the other part, it said when they asked who was Jesus, where he was, and Jesus spoke, and they all went back. Imagine the power. In the revelation when he spoke who he was and they physical bodies all fell back, all 5,000. He need Peter's knife. He didn't need it. Okay. See, we, we read the story, but we got to read the story. Got to be in the story. Okay. It's, it's alive, so it needs to be alive in you. So look at this. 
Let's see. Peter was one man with a knife. 5,000 men, and he had no anointing to take them out. See, David, mighty man, was anointed to kill all those Ammonites. They were anointed, okay? He had no anointing. Mm. That's trusting in your own strength. That's what Peter was doing. Satan has rights over him because that was an open door in Peter. Imagine that. I'm going to take out the whole garrison and it's just me. Think of the arrogance that he thought he could do that. Timing off. His timing was off. Didn't Jesus just tell him that I must die, that I must do this? So why was he trying to prevent it? It was already prophesied. He was telling you the prophecy, I must die. And then I'm going to be risen. It said it right there. So what was he fighting for? in his own pride thinking he's going to be the man. That's right. And Jesus is to save him. Because I've already prayed for you. Okay, y'all follow me? Okay. Okay, here we go. Here we go, here we go. So, when you're in pride, you do things, you do something real extreme, totally out of character. <laughs> when you're in pride, you'll do something totally out of character. Okay, I am. Okay, I'm just trying to identify. What a, so I told you I'm a, you're going to do a checklist. See, am I in pride? You'll do something that's totally out of your character. <laughs> like love somebody. I'm sorry. I ain't getting no laughs on this side. It's all right. Woo, okay. So, teacher, Peter did something told out of his character. He was a strong disciple. He was willing to take on the whole garrison, the whole legion of soldiers with a knife. Bad. In his own strength. Mm, bad boy. Then in character, he turned right around and denied Jesus to a teenage waitress. And started cussing and swearing. Totally out of his character. He was just ready to kill 5,000 men. Now they just said, do you know this man? No, I don't know him. No, he was just ready to kill 5,000 men with a butter knife. <laughs> and then when they asked him, do you know me? 
He denied him. Because he said, all will fall. Oh, you in the word. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Here we go. Then he started cursing. Ain't that something? When you start denying, you start cussing. That mouth get taken over. When you in pride, that mouth start to going. Saying, I don't know him. I don't know that man. Mm, mm, mm. See, many mature believers fall into this trap. They begin to trust in their own strength. Know how long I've been saved. Mm -hmm. They begin to trust in their own strength. They begin to trust in their own strength to resist temptation. Mm. Mm -mm. Is this possible what happened to King David? Mm. Because he was very strong with the Lord, wasn't he? He was. Remember, pride is trusting in one's own strength. Go to 1 Corinthians. Okay. The word is exciting, ain't it? It's exciting when it's alive to you. When you're just sitting here like, mm, yeah, hurry up. But when it's alive and you connect it, you get to see it. You got to be in a church that's alive, not dead. The word of God is living, breathing, moving. Come on, from heart to heart in here. You go to church, it's dead, ain't no word, ain't, ain't no anointing. You're supposed to be seeing this. You're supposed to be seeing this in your life. Okay. All right. This is not just a story. You're the story. That's right. Woo, come on. First, go to, what did I tell you? First Corinthians 10, 12. Read the Amplified on this one. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 at verse 12. Therefore, let anyone who thinks he stands, who feels sure that he has a steadfast mind and is standing firm, mm. take heed lest he fall into sin. That's a prophecy. <laughs> I'm no, ain't nobody saved. Paul said, if I, if I become shipwrecked, I'm just saying. Y'all need to read that again. I don't think y'all got that back there in the back. Y'all right? The righteous people. <laughs> Go ahead, read that again. Come on. 1 Corinthians 10 at 12. Therefore, let anyone who thinks he stands, mm -hmm. who feels sure that he has a steadfast mind and is standing firm, take heed lest he fall oh. into sin. If that don't humble you right then and there. Okay, you don't know what hell is then. You don't. You don't know. You don't, you don't have no fear. 
All right. That's the word of God right there. Pride is trusting in your own righteousness, number two. Pride is trusting in your own righteousness. Oh, I got to speed this up. Go to Job. <laughs> Go to Job 1. Again, pride is trusting in your own righteousness. Okay? Go to Job chapter 1. Let's read. 6, starting at 6. Job chapter 1 and verse 6. Now there was a day when the sons, the angels of God, came bef- came to present themselves New King before James. the Lord. New King James. New King James. It's great too, brother. New King James. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro on the earth and from walking back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil? So Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him, Mm -hmm. around his household, and around all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. But now stretch out your hand and touch all that he has, and he will surely Mm. curse you to your face. Mm -hmm. Keep on. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power. Only do not lay a hand on his person. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. Verse 13. Now there was a day when his sons and daughters. Hold on. You don't stop right there. You got verse 12? Yes. Okay. Read verse 12 again. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power. Only do not lay a hand on his person. All right, sound like he gave Satan permission, don't it? Okay, we got that right? He gave permission. So, I got to summarize this up a little bit more. So, y'all know the story of Job, right? Friends keep asking him, you know, is there a door open for the enemy? And Job kept saying, no, 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 right? He listed things he had done and things he hadn't done, right? Let's go to in, in chapter well in chapter 32. There's a young man uh, that has been listening to them, right? All right, I could tell you. I'm trying to cut this story short. You can go back and read it yourself in 32. All right, all right, okay. So, but he said I could I could. Uh, young man said uh, that he has been listening to them. He said I can go. Uh, let me see. Can't go into it right now. I can't do that because it's going to take too much time. All right. All right. Hold on. And that young man, in essence, says uh, what he was saying in there that he had to answer. Right. If you if you follow the story, mm-hmm. I don't I don't I didn't say anything because all you guys, this is what he's saying. I didn't say anything because all you old guys and I, fi- you know, I figured you know, eventually y'all would come to the right conclusion. 
This is what the young man is saying to them. I think it's Elihu? Elihu. Okay. I think he was saying that I'm going to let y'all keep talking, and I believe y'all will come to the conclusion eventually. Right? Y'all, do y'all know the story, Joe? Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Woo. But no, but none of them had figured it out. None of them had figured it out. So I'm going to tell you uh, what happened. So go to Job 32.1, King James. You know, you got a lot of friends and they give you a bunch of advice in your life. And, you know, the young man just sitting there like, well, I'm going to wait till they come to the conclusion. <laughs> to the right answer, because I got it. Okay. <laughs> 32, 1. Job chapter 32 at verse 1. Yes. So these three men ceased answering Job mm. because he was righteous in his own eyes. Then the wrath of Elihu, the son of Barakel, the Buzite, of the family of Ram, was aroused against Job. His wrath was aroused because he justified himself rather than God. Stop. Stop. So the answer to the whole book of Job is in verse 2. The whole answer to Job is in verse 2. Now, go to Job 33, 8 and 9. We're going to come back to something here in a minute. Job chapter 33 at verse 8. Surely you have spoken in my hearing. And I have heard the sound of your words, saying, I am pure without transgression. I am innocent, and there is no iniquity in me. Mm. Nine? Did you do nine? Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, he's saying... This is coming out of my mouth, is what he said. I would have had to be, <sighs> read that again. I want to make sure we got this right. Read it again, 8 and 9. Verse 8. Surely you have spoken in my hearing, okay. and I have heard the sound of your words, saying, verse 9, I am pure without transgression. I am innocent. And there is no iniquity in me. Hold on. Now, that would have to be Jesus. Okay. For that to really be true. Right? Okay. So the young man concludes this in Job 36 out of this conversation. In Job 36... 31, no, 36.3, New King James, the young man, the wise young man. 36.3? Job 36 at verse 3. Mm -hmm. I will fetch my knowledge from afar. I will ascribe my righteousness. I will ascribe righteousness to my maker. Verse 4. No, no, no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. The young man, after this long 31 chapter life of Job, right? The young man said this. Read it. 
I will fetch my knowledge from afar. I will ascribe righteousness to my maker. Did y'all hear that? I will ascribe righteousness to my maker. Hear the sin, the open door of Job's life. He was righteous because of what he did. Not because of who he knew. Job. You know, Job was telling you I did all these things and I didn't. I had a whole list of what I did and what I didn't do. But this young man is saying, this is what he, he concluded. That I will fetch my knowledge from afar and I will ascribe righteousness to my maker. Job was ascribing his righteousness to himself. I know it was a little roundabout, but I need y'all to see it. Y'all see this? Job righteousness, became, he was righteous because, and he was. That's what God said, right? Okay. But he was righteous because of what he did, not because of who he knew. How do you become righteous? For what you, for who you know. Not for what you did. You could never do anything to be righteous. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Joe's whole discourse or discourse is about what he did. Right? I've done this. Y'all hear people saying this all the time. I've done that. Remember you hear people saying that I've done that? I've done this. I haven't done this. And I haven't done that. Mm -hmm. How could you do that? I've never done that. You got to be careful because now you're scribing. Oh, you should understand how they could do it. Okay. True believers can fall into pride in this very area. Watch this. When you get saved, we have our own, you, when I say when we get saved, we get saved. We know our own righteousness comes from God. Ain't that right? Because we're righteous and God came to us by grace and saved us. Ain't that right? Now, 10, 20, 30 years later, you're leading groups in the church, right? You're now leading the church. What did those things do? Uh, how can I say this better way for y'all? When a person has been in this thing for a while, what they tend to do is compare. Because now, like I said, they're a group leader or they're leading the church. This, this is what tends to happen, right? Now it's about what you did and what you didn't do. You've been in this thing for 10 years. You got this thing down pat, right? There you do. And you forget that you're not righteous because of what you do. We're righteous because of the shed blood of Jesus. That should move some of us. Mm. 
See, what happens is you begin to trust in your own righteousness, your own pride. Is that what happens to many of us? Hmm. Okay, go to Luke 18. You got to go to the word. Go to Luke 18. You there? 9 through 14. Luke chapter 18 and verse 9. Also, he spoke this parable to someone, to some who trusted in themselves, that they were righteous and despised others. Mm. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. Mm. I fast twice a week. Look at that. I give tithes of all that I possess. Mm. And the tax collector, standing afar off, would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, Mm. but beat his breast saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Mm, mm, mm. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. My question is, why are we still struggling with pride? Joe, I told you, Joe compared himself in 31 chapters. Joe was saying, compare me to anybody and you'll see that I'm righteous. The only problem is that God showed up on the scene. Ah, the only person who is righteous showed up on the scene. Joe, he said, Joe, can you do? He said, okay, Joe, you want to compare yourself to somebody? Let's see this. Let's go there. Let's compare yourself to someone. Let's see what Joe, let's see what shoes Joe was walking in when God asked you that. Go to Joe 38, 1. Hmm. Job chapter 38 and verse 1. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this who darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Stop. What he was really saying is what fool? What idiot? (laughs) It's talking to me. Without knowledge. what he's saying right there who is this darkened counsel by words without knowledge who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge mm. what fool is talking let's see what God says 
Let's see what Mr. Man was talking about here. Go to verse 12. Same thing, just go down to 12. Verse 12. New King James. Mm -hmm. Have you commanded the morning since your days began <laughs> and caused the dawn to know its place? Control the sun. Okay, come here. Go to 22. Verse 22. Have you entered the treasury of snow? Or have you seen the treasury of hail? Mm. Good God. Keep on. Verse 23. Which I have reserved for the time of trouble. Mm. For the day of battle and war. Keep on. By what way is light diffused? Or the east wind scattered over the earth? He asked him what way is light diffused? <laughs> no, I think we're missing something here. Go back to one. Go back to one. I think we're missing something. Go back to one. Then the Lord. Go ahead. The Lord answered Job out mm. of the whirlwind mm -hmm. and said, who is this who darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Keep on. Go ahead. Two. Now prepare yourself like a man. <laughs> I will question you, and you shall answer me. me. He said, it's about to be on. Prepare yourself like a man. Lord, Lord yourself up. It's about to get on now. <laughs> I'm just saying I had to go back to there. I had to go back to there. We were missing something. Go ahead. Go ahead. Three. Where were you? Here we go. When I laid the foundations of the earth. Mm -hmm. Tell me if you have understanding. Who determined its measurements? Surely you know. Or who stretched the line upon it? To what were its foundations fastened? Or who laid its cornerstone? When the morning stars sang together mm. and all the sons of God shouted for joy. Or who shut in the sea with doors when it burst forth and mm. issued from the womb. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. When I made the clouds its garment and thick darkness its swaddling band. When I fixed my limit for it and set bars and doors. Go ahead. When I said this far you may come but no farther. And here, your proud waves must stop. Go ahead. Have you commanded the morning since your days began? There you go. And caused the dawn to know its place? Mm, mm, mm. That it might take hold of the ends of the earth and the wicked be shaken out of it. It takes on form like clay under a seal and stands out like a garment. Mm, mm, mm. From the wicked their light is withheld, and the upraised arm is broken. Have you entered the springs of the sea, mm. or have you walked in search of the depths? Have the gates of death been revealed to you, or have you seen the doors of the shadow of death? Have you comprehended the breadth of the earth? Mm, mm, Tell mm. me if you know all this. Ooh. Where is the way to the dwelling of light? And darkness, where is its place? 
that you may take it to its territory. Come on. That you may know the paths to its home. Do you know it? Because you were born then? Or because the number of your days is God, great? God is good, man. Have you entered the treasury of snow? Here we go. Or have you seen the treasury of hail, which I have reserved for the time of trouble, for the day of battle and war? By what way is light diffused mm, mm, or the east wind scattered come over on, the earth? Come on, come on. Who has divided a channel for the overflowing water or a path for the thunderbolt to cause it to rain on a land where there is no one? A wilderness in which there is no man to satisfy the desolate waste mm. and cause to spring forth the growth of tender grass. Has the rain a father? Mm. Or who has begotten the drops of dew? From whose womb comes the ice oh. and the frost of heaven? Who gives it birth? Good God. The waters harden like stone. And the surface of the deep is frozen. Can you bind the cluster of the Pleiades or loose the belt of Orion? Can you bring out Maseroth in its season? Mm -mm. Or can you guide the great bear with its cubs? Do you know the ordinances of the heavens? Can you set their dominion over the earth? Can you lift up your voice to the clouds? Mm. That an abundance of water may cover you. Can you send out lightnings that they may go and say to you, here we are. <laughs> who has put wisdom in the mind? <laughs> or who has given understanding to the heart? Mm, mm, mm. Who can number the clouds by wisdom? Or who can pour out the bottles of heaven? When the dust hardens in clumps and the clods cling together. Can you hunt the prey for the lions or satisfy the appetite of the young lions <laughs> when they crouch in their dens or lurk in their lairs to lie in wait? Hold on. Hold on. I mean, he does this to the next in the 39. I mean, this thing just keep going. But I need y'all to see what pride does and your own righteousness, what you actually are equating that to. I'm talking about all the scientists and all the scientists in the world. I mean, do you see the foolishness of men? You can't. Some of this is so deep. Your mind can't even conceive what he's saying here. <laughs> the lightning saying, where do you want me to go? And I control that. Man, you don't know what pride does. Y'all got to be on. Y'all got to understand some stuff here. Oh my God, we uh uh uh. God summed it all up in Job forty. Mm, mm, mm. No, hold on. Go go to, go to Job thirty nine. Go to Job thirty nine right quick. Thirty nine twenty six and twenty seven. <laughs> Woo! Who wouldn't serve a God like this? Come on. Job chapter 39 and verse 26. Yes. Does the hawk fly by your wisdom mm. and spread its wings toward the south? Does the eagle mount up at your command Ooh. and make its nest on high? Oh. I'm, I'm just 
and God put that in them. You can't do that. All right. Oh, my goodness. God summed it all, all of it up in 40, Job 48. Job chapter 40. Amplified. In the Amplified Bible. Will you also annul, set aside, and render void my judgment? Will you condemn me, your God, that you may appear righteous and justified? Oh, my goodness. Job don't know what he done opened up. Oh, teacher. Read that, read, read that King, King, New King James. Would you indeed annul my, my judgment? Would you condemn me that you may be justified? You see what pride does? You have no idea what pride is doing and your own righteousness. This is why he said he set himself in battle array against the proud. It shouldn't should be a no. After this, you should be delivered. You should be delivered right here. Can you imagine asking God? Can you imagine asking God? <laughs> when you walk in pride, this is what you're asking God. Did y'all hear what I said? When you're walking in pride, that's what you're asking God. Mm -mm -mm. And of course, if you read a little bit later, he repented. Like Peter did. Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to leave y'all alone right there. I'm going to stick to my thing. I just needed y'all to really see it's, a, it's like two more things I want to go in, but we don't have time tonight. But that was just um, pride and your self-righteousness. I, I mean, do you see what pride does? Teacher, I'm done. I hope y'all got something out of this tonight. Y'all learn, learning some stuff, whoa. But my thing of it is, you are now accountable for what you heard. Which means you should be going in a different direction than you were. Because God is going to take account. Uh-uh, the day. What's the day? The ninth, right? All right. It's been documented that you heard the truth today. So you need to walk ye there in it. You're accountable. Your sins will be forgiven. But what you're going to be judged on what you did with the word that you heard. You have no excuse. You have no excuse. Y'all hearing the real word. Everybody come in here. New person, feel the love of God in them. Yeah? Oh, man. I see you got about, I need like 10 meetings. I need like 10 meetings with somebody. I'm not sure if they're getting it. They're accountable. Amen. All right, teacher. She ready. Oh, this is Let great. her out of the box. So go ahead. No, it's really quick. Um, 
what I was really thinking about in reference to pride and what happened with Peter is what is God actually telling us mm-hmm. about ourselves regards to Peter. Mm-hmm. So the question, well, some of the questions should have been uh, when it comes to the fall that Peter had, what caused that spiritual fall? Because it was spiritual. It was. And we are kind of just living our lives and not realizing how the enemy has permission to intercept your life. And that permission is through a spiritual leap. So you have a spiritual opening. And so when uh, Satan asks, he's not asking as to inquire. He's asking because he's asking in a way you study in the uh, Hebrew, it is to command as due to you. So even with us, when we ask God for something, we pray, we don't pray in hope. Your ask is to and should be to command, and it's like command, we can't command God. It is a command that's built in the ask because it's due to you. But we don't realize it's due to us. So Satan asks because it's due to him because there is a spiritual fall. Here, hear me, a spiritual fall. You're in a state that he has permission to come and intercept your life. But it's not for your failure. The fall is not for your failure. The fall is for your success. The fall is for your success. So what happens with, when you give, uh, what happens is that he comes to sift. So when he's sifting, meaning in your situation, you feel like you're being beat up. You're being thrown and tossed around. You're being agitated. But this is to validate the the reality of your faith. It's all about your faith, your situation. This spiritual fall is not for your failure. It's for your success. It is to validate the reality of your faith. This is why it was for everyone. It wasn't just a disciple. It was all. He said when he said you, the word is plural. It means every believer. So I want you to to realize that that this sifting is very violent. What you're going through, what you're experiencing, whether you whether you are aware of it or not, is is very violent. It's it's against your faith. It's against your faith. It's against what you say you believe. What are you saying that you believe? It's coming for what you say you believe. So, um, but there's a way back, as you saw with Peter, because it said when he returned, because he's going to repent. But as I was saying in some of the part of the prayer, 
uh, because as uh, Minister Starr was praying in the spirit, I could hear I could hear God say that, saying that He is here, meaning that He has manifested Himself, and in that manifestation, it means that there has to be a release of you. See, if we don't understand what happens in prayer, and with the disciples, they fell asleep. And we're not just talking about prayer, but prayer in reality. Your prayer has to be in reality. <laughs> and I spoke about being bold because all what the enemy is doing to you, you're getting tossed and beat up by whatever you're going through. But God is releasing you to return back to the place of defeat. See, but you don't want to deal with that person. You don't want to deal with that situation because it looks like it's defeat. But it's a place of victory. This is why he wants you to return. This self-confidence and pride is dealing with the unguarded places that you think is very strong. You have a lot of unguarded places that you think is strong, but it's an area of double weakness. And this is where the enemy hit the most fierce. Is in that area that you think is the strongest. I want you to know what gets you to this place of failure. Or your fall. Because it's not your failure. It's simply a fall. What gets you to the place to where you fall. Uh, it's your, you're no longer in the presence of God. You don't know the will of God. You have no direction. You're confused. You can't hear God's voice. You don't know his will. So you're in a state of now being a total prey. You can be now exactly cast. Now you can be devoured. This sin, um, now I'm, I'm ending here because this is what happens. So a lot of times we think we, we're doing what we're supposed to do, right? But this sin of omission, not doing what you should do. Sin of omission, not doing what you should do. This is how the enemy gets in. You fail to pray in reality. That's sin. You're not sensitive to the spirit leading, but react in your flesh. So when the minister, minister Star was praying, I'll get this. See, we're not sensitive in prayer. We're not sensitive. And when we read the word of God, we're not sensitive spiritually. So we only can respond with our flesh. So I'm. I'm hearing, I'm, look, I'm hearing what the spirit of the Lord is saying. And there's a sound. And I, I, hear, I kept hearing him say, there is a sound from my people. There, see, but we don't see, that's cliche. Everything has become cliche to us. But there is a sound of no matter what I'm going through, no matter what I'm feeling, I will still praise him in spite of, and that's the sound that he is waiting for. See, but we, 
we still can't seem to open our mouth. See, because he need, he need you to release that sound. So he, see, the glory of God collides with the sound of victory in you. But we refuse to release self because the self-confidence is what getting us in a problem. See, we, when you release self, the beginning and ending of you, you would then begin to see the face of God. It will be the beginning of the face of God. You're seeing that, but you can't see that because you're in self-confidence. So you rob yourself from really experiencing the reality of the face of God. Being truly in his presence, hearing God. So when pastor said, and he, he had no clue, I had no clue what Holy Spirit was saying to him. And I'm saying to myself, this is sound, why, why does minister our prayer sound like music? Guess what? And I heard the sound of heaven. And, and, I kept, and I kept saying, well, she's praying right now. See, but Holy Spirit, the leading of Holy Spirit. So, see, flesh will make you think that, well, I'm going to interrupt her praying. So just sit back and whatever God's telling you, just do that right from your seat. But Holy Spirit said, no. He's, he gave me something to say and also to pray through. But I had to because it was something still, but she had to empty, fully empty herself. And when she did, then I spoke. But the speaking was to let you know that you have to release self-confidence. Because it's going to cause you to spiritually fall again. Which gives the enemy permission to come in and now tempt you. And the tempting, you, you're going to fail. You're going to fail because you're too weak. And he's been sifting you. See, he never stopped sifting. Every time there is a leak spiritually, he comes in, he sifts again and again and again and again. And again to where you're so weak that you can only respond through your flesh, your emotion. And so you repeat the cycle of this frustration, anxiety, depression, anger, upset. See, and I can't walk in love because I'm irritated. I'm frustrated. I can't see love. I can't look. I can't see love, meaning I can't perceive love. I can't understand. I can't comprehend love. That's why I, I said to you, and I, I close, everyone can stand up. I said this to my spiritual daughter through a text uh, last night. Is that, see, we're going to have these tests and trials in our life with those the closest to us. And the enemy is still working. He's coming to see what he can sift, the faith, everything. Look, he will, it's just like a, an athlete who's, who's going out for the Olympics and, 
And, and they work for, I mean, years and years before they finally go, if they even go. Now, all that work that they put in and money and time and someone else's time and someone else's money, if they don't follow through, resist the voice of the enemy telling them, you're not going to win and you did all this for nothing, whatever else the, the enemy says, and stand up boldly, go to the place that appeared to be defeat, where the enemy is speaking all the things that what is not going to be right. And you have to boldly, boldly, Tiffany, say, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Greater. He's greater. See, but the situation makes you feel that, look, we are nothing without him. But we have him inside of us. So greater is he within me than he that's in the world, than the voices that I'm hearing. Because it's not my strength. You can't control anyone. And even when you've done all that you can do, you truly have to stand still. Stand still is not a position of your, of your body, but it's a position of your mind and it's a position of your truth. That's your standing still, is that my mind is fixed on the truth. Is that whether you come or go or stay, I will still serve the Lord. You can't be moved by people. Not by your child, your spouse. You, can't, you cannot be moved. Because what looks like is a defeat is not. It's not, it's not your, it's simply a fall, not your failure. It's not a failure. You're not a failure. Amen. Rid yourself from yourself so that you can experience the beginning of God's glory in your life. Amen.